Yeah, I cannot believe we are at the end of season one. Ten episodes plus a bonus are down and I have enjoyed the last couple of months speaking with you guys and I hope that you have too. So on this episode of Sex, Love, Whiskey, we're doing a recap and what you can expect from season two. This is Sex, Love, Whiskey, a real talk, say whatever, dope ass podcast hosted by yours truly, Leah Lynette. While we chat, I'll share which delicious whiskey is keeping my ass company. So stay with me as we dive into relationships, situationships, sex, love, lust, lies, and everything in between. In my cup this evening, I am drinking four roses, the um, small batch. And to be honest, this bottle is, I think, about 60 bucks, something like that. Not as expensive as my other bougie bottles. But this one was around 60. It's good, but it's not as good as the other ones. I, I can't lie. I like the Jeffersons and the Blantons. And um, what's the other one I had last week, y'all? You know, that one too. I can't think of the name of it right now. Don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway, I like those better than this one. This one is cool. It tastes more like a, um, a shareable whiskey or bourbon. So if you come over to the house, this will probably be the one that I share with everyone. No shade, but yeah. Um, this one makes that shit. It is not good to just sip, in my opinion, mix this shit with some Coke or some Sprite or whatever floats your boat. And, you know, let's get into it. So we've reached the end of season one, but never fear, season two is coming back with, you know, a little extra something something starting in November. But guys, I can't believe this shit. Like, I started this podcast off um, as an experiment. You know, I've always loved running my mouth. Um, if you know me, you know I've been in the entertainment, in and out of the entertainment industry for years, over a decade, I'm old as shit, almost 20 years, actually, but I digress. <laughs> so this is a new for me, the podcast, the medium is new for me, but talking, running my mouth, talking about shit that I hope everybody else understands or is into, none of that is new for me. Um, and this was just another form for me to express myself and I am so thankful. So thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast or those who have subscribed, who's bought t-shirts, who's gone out and grabbed the bottle of whiskey to try, um, for the encouraging words, for those who hit me up in the DM, who asked me questions, all of you, my haters who are silently listening, I love you too. My ex, if you're listening to this, what's up, my guy? Don't think I don't know you got your spies listening, but it's all good. I love everyone and I appreciate you. If you are my parents or my siblings, don't listen to this shit. This is not for you. <laughs> 
Anyway, so now that we got that out of the way, season one on Sex, Love, Whiskey. We took it down through there, y'all, this season. Let's recap, shall we? So you guys have gone from Let's Get Personal, where I'm sharing my story, sharing where I'm coming from, the things that I've been through, my relationships, my past and current um, relationships, just so you can get to know me, you know, get to know who's behind this good microphone and garage band mixing. <laughs> We've gone from that to body count to Sierra's prayer to entanglements um, to social media. Now, y'all, let me take a moment and pause on social media. Um, change that status or not. Right. I think that was like episode five and I was supposed to have a guest, um, a dude that I know um, and had known for some years. He flaked on me not once, but twice. Yes, I'm calling him out, but I'm not calling him out for that. I'm calling him out because he flaked on me, did not respond to any of my messages about recording. Yet I post a photo and his thirsty ass was in my inbox trying to holler. Where the fuck do we do that at? Especially when you know me, you know that I got a man and I'm not checking for you. First of all, you're too damn short. I don't, you have to be at least six foot one to ride this ride. And my guy, you're like five foot four. Negative. Number two, you're not even my type. You too damn thirsty. And you like, um, let me not turn this whole session into a roasting, but I just wanted to share that little information with y'all, a little behind the scenes on this social media, change that status or not. He need to change his status to thirsty ass nigga. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So we went from social media to Ask Leah. I answered, I think, about three of you guys' questions that you posted in the DM. Now, please don't get it twisted. I am not a relationship expert or a therapist or anything like that. I just enjoy speaking and giving advice and I give some damn good advice. Now, I don't always take my own advice, but I give really good advice <laughs> and help. Um, where it is needed. And some of you messaged me and didn't want your questions, of course, blasting on my podcast. And I understand that. And we had great conversations in the DM or emails. And um, I appreciate you guys as well. And from Asplia, we moved on to cheating, how you can't stop your significant other from cheating on you you can only work on preventing them from cheating um my top five must-haves in relationships and y'all i got some crazy feedback from that and um you know i'll dive into it right after this need a website but don't think you can afford it or maybe you just don't have time to update and maintain it no worries i've got you covered creative designs offers monthly installment plans for the website that you need now we have plenty of options to fit anyone's budget starting at only 200 dollars down or 80 dollars a month come on now you got that 
So head on over to creativedesignswithaz.com and select the monthly package that works for you. Now, what does that monthly cost include? I'm so glad you asked. It includes your domain name, hosting, maintenance, and any updates you may have. So if you need to add a photo, need to add a new service, need to take down a service, no worries, we got you. Shoot us an email and we'll take care of it for you. It's that professional, hands-off experience that you or your business needs at an affordable price. So head on over to creativedesignswithaz.com. So top five must-haves in a relationship. I actually got quite a few comments or DMs asking why I did not include love. Um, Most from women, y'all were really pressed, like really, really pressed that I didn't include love in my top five must-haves in a relationship. And I just want to dive into it. Like, why didn't I include love? If you listen to the podcast, I kind of touched on it. Um, Some of you be half-assed listening and it's cool. I'd rather you half-assed listen than, you know, not to listen at all. (laughs) But I didn't include love on my must-haves because it's not a must-have for me. And the reason I say that is I know that I personally can love someone and can't stand them. I can love them, not want to talk to them, not want to see them, not want to fool with them in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Because love doesn't always cut it. Love is not the end all be all. And for me, love is not a reason to get married. I got married for love or what I thought was love at the time before. And we all see how the fuck that turned out. I'm not saying that love is not a key ingredient or is not important in a relationship. I'm saying that it's not in the top five for me because I have had too many people tell me how much they love me or show me how much they love me by hitting me or show me how much they love me by talking shit to me. But you love me though, right? You tell me you love me one minute and then the next minute you cheating. You tell me you love me one minute and then the next minute I'm a bitch, I'm a hoe and everything in between. Hell, I tell you I love you and then I go cheat on you the next day. So love for me is not the end all be all in a relationship because when you truly love somebody, then those other actions, my other top five um, must-haves in a relationship will appear. So it's not that deep for me to put love up there because love can be full of shit sometimes. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Someone can claim to love you. You can claim to love someone. And that doesn't mean that it's enough. Love is not enough to make someone stay. Love is not enough to make that dude act right. Hell, love is not enough to make me act right. There's other things that are needed. And just because I love you doesn't mean that I want you. So let's clarify that, okay? And if you want to know the other top five must-haves in a relationship for me, you know, just click on that button and listen to that podcast. Um, I think that was episode seven. 
Anyway, then we jumped into turning up the heat. Yes, getting a little spicy in the bedroom. I gave you some insight into what I like to do uh, or different things that you can incorporate into your relationship to maybe, you know, spice it up, make things not so mundane. And the last episode um, with my girl, Brandy Flynn. What's up, homie? Um, Stay single, sis. You're not ready for a relationship. And I did get some feedback (laughs) from last week's episode with Stay Single, sis. And some of you didn't get it. Um, You thought... I had a couple people, not everybody now, I had a couple people give me feedback and say that it seemed like I was down on girls or women or that the episode was a little down on women saying um, that we basically are saying that women don't know how to control their feelings or aren't ready for relationships. They have to be up to a certain standard to get into a relationship Um, And if you got that from it, I apologize, Um, but I don't apologize for what was said and I stick behind it a hundred percent because that was not the meaning of the podcast. Um, I'm all about women's empowerment. I'm all about letting women know that, hey, it's okay to do you and be an individual and not be the sheep. You know, don't don't follow the masses if that's not going to work for you. And the whole point behind stay single says you're not ready for a relationship is to motivate women to let them know, hey, it is completely 100 percent OK and even celebrated over here that you stay single and get your shit together. And I'm not telling you as a woman to get your shit together for a man. I'm telling you to get your shit together for you. See, some of y'all show y'all's hand and play um, show your cards a little too quickly when you hit me in the dm or send me an email what they say um a closed mouth don't get fed like some of y'all need to open your mouth and get fed with this knowledge because i'm (laughs) i'm not telling you to get yourself together and get right for a man and if you heard that then maybe you need to look in the mirror and ask yourself why did i hear it that way Why did I receive it that way? Because that's not what was said. I want you as a woman to get yourself together, to build your foundation so that you don't need a man or that you don't need a woman or whoever you prefer. That's none of my business. Um, You don't need someone else to complete you. You don't need someone else in order to be stable or shocker in order to be happy. Ladies, I'm all about telling you to make yourself happy. Fellas, the same damn thing. Be who you are and be happy with who you are by your damn self. Because you can't go looking for someone else to complete you or to make you happy. That's where you fuck up. Make yourself happy. Make yourself money. Get yourself that car. Get yourself that house. Get yourself whatever it is that you need in order to be stable and in order to be happy. Because once you do that, you make better decisions. You don't make decisions out of desperation. You're able to attract different men to you, sis. Listen to me. When you have your shit together and you check off all the boxes that you want that guy to check off for you, When you check those boxes out for yourself, you attract a whole different type of man because your mind frame, your energy is different. So when I'm saying to you, sis, 
is to get your shit together for you, not for a man, but for you to make yourself happy and to make yourself where you need to be in order to progress with your life. Because as quiet as it's kept, it is 2020. You do not have to get married to be happy. You do not have to get married, have children, and have the house with the picket fence. That is not what you have to have. You can have it if that's what you want. But we have options now. You know what I'm saying? Get the bag, get the career, or completely flip that. If you are 100%, all you want to be is a mother and you want to be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, then damn it, do that too, sis. You still need to make yourself happy first, right? We don't want you to be put in a situation like I was and was dependent upon a man to make you happy and make yourself feel um, worthy, but it's okay. Okay, so I just had to touch on that because it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I'm like, I would never, never. I'm all about women's empowerment. So, sis, the one that felt that type of way, I hope that this cleared it up. If it didn't, sorry. But anyway, (laughs) let's move on to what you can expect from season two. So some of you may or may not know I'm actually in the process of moving and that is one of the major reasons why I decided to go ahead and clip this season at episode 10 Um, because I have to move. I had to move my computer and this microphone, all my equipment, all that good stuff. It's got to be packed up. So I just need to go ahead and do it right Um, I hate fucking moving. Let me just put that out there. I do not like moving. If I can find one place to stay for the rest of my life, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because I'm constantly upgrading. So (laughs) let me not do that. But I do not like the process of moving. But guys, guess what? So I'm moving in with my boyfriend. Yes, yes, we are moving into a home together. And keep your judgment for your mama um, because I don't care. Um, <laughs> if you have some constructive criticism, I'm here for it, but um, not really because it's my personal life and it doesn't matter what you think. I'm just sharing with you guys. Um, we're moving in together, but y'all, the only reason why I'm sharing that is because I'm a little nervous. Let's, let's just be honest. I have not lived with a man, um, since my ex-husband in 2006, beginning of 2006. Yeah, so it's been a minute. Um, I'm used to being alone. Like, I have my son, of course, but that's not the same as living with someone, a significant other. Um, I'm used to my own space. I'm used to doing things how I want them done. And there's nobody in the house that can argue with me or tell me to do stuff differently because, you know, I'm the mama. (laughs) it is my house and what I want and what I do goes so this is going to be a little weird um I'm super excited um we've been together 14 years and we've never lived together um the longest we've been together in one place is like three weeks on vacation but that's not every day all day so I'll be lying if I was like 
saying that I'm super confident and not nervous. I'm nervous as fuck. Like we know each other. There's nothing about me that he doesn't know or hasn't experienced, but it's still not the same thing as living with someone. And he's never lived with someone, you guys. So it's going to be a new and different experience for him as well. And it's just crazy that we are getting a first and we've been together for 14 years. That's also also the exciting part. Like we get another first. We don't get many first anymore because we've been together so long. So I'm nervous. I'm excited. Y'all got some advice for me. I've been out of the game for a really long time. Times have changed. I don't know if shit is different. Like <laughs> I don't know. All I need for him to do is to put the toilet seat down. Cause a bitch is not trying to slip up and fall in the toilet. Oh my gosh, why don't y'all understand that, man? Like, seriously, in the middle of the night when we're going to the bathroom, we got to sit our ass on that cold toilet seat. We are not trying to dip into the water. They just put the seat down. Seriously. <laughs> it is not that hard. But anyway, I'm rambling. But I'm super excited. I'm nervous, y'all. And season two will be packed of... <laughs> probably new shit about living with your significant other um, and things of that nature. He's actually agreed to come in on an episode with me. So I'm excited about that. Y'all get to hear us banter and go back and forth because he really has some different ideas about sex, love, and relationships that I would love for him to explain or get on here and talk about. And of course, everybody wants to know, like, being in our business, which is cool because I put it out there, like, why we not married after 14 years? So, like, you can ask him that or we can talk about that as well. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so season two, stay tuned for that. Um, all the moving and all the living together after 14 years because that can go great. That can go wrong. That can be messy and everything in between. And I am here for it all and excited. Also, in season two, I'm going to try and bring in more special guests. Those who are not going to be flaking on me, Okay. I want some more people in their opinions so y'all don't have to listen to me rant and rave every episode. Um, but I have some people lined up, but I think it's going to be exciting. Different people. We're going to talk more about sex. This season, I talked a lot about relationships um, and what that looks like. Next season, we're going to talk more about sex. We're going to get more into the nitty gritty. I'm talking threesomes. I'm talking same sex relationships, open marriages, um, going to sex parties, uh, all of the above. We're going to dive into it. Um, I'm going to share a story with you guys about a gentleman that I interviewed for a magazine a few years ago um he was married with children but also in an undercover relationship with a man um I'm gonna spill all the tea about that conversation and that interview and you know we're just gonna have some fun but while you're waiting on season two feel free to visit me at sex love whiskey Dot com. I may throw up some vlogs um, and a couple blogs while we wait on season two, give you some teasers about what to expect. 
Um, there's some t-shirts on there. Shout out to those who have gone and purchased some merchandise. Also find me on social media, Facebook, Sex Love Whiskey, um, on IG, Sex Love Whiskey. Follow me. I'm going to do a better job of posting some day-to-day stuff on there as well. And if you have any Ask Leah questions, go ahead and send those to me as well at Leah at sexlovewhiskey.com or drop into the DMs. Um, I might do a bonus episode before we go to season two. Um, it all just depends on how quick I get moved and get all this stuff settled back up. But guys, season one, what the fuck? I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I've actually got listeners in different countries like Italy, Germany, um, what was some Australia. So shout out to you guys for listening to me and tuning in all the way from across the pond to little old me on Sex Love Whiskey. Thank you again to everyone who has supported me, all my homies, all my friends um, that, you know, ride with me no matter what I do. Y'all are always there. Um, shout out to some of my friends, um, Pisces Diva. Go check out her podcast, Javonna Love. Go check out her podcast, um, and you know, thank y'all. I'm excited about what season two holds in store, and I hope to see you then when we can, you know, get into it.